0: Hey, how's it going? Welcome to Breaking Point, the podcast that talks about tennis uh, from someone who just doesn't care anymore. Uh, So if you don't know who I am, my name is Josh. I've been playing tennis for, gosh, almost 26 years now. I was a former national tennis player, ranked as high as number three in the nation, got recruited to play at Harvard. Uh, But nowadays I actually teach and uh, work with competitive tennis players. And recently I've hit a breaking point. And when I mean breaking point, I mean a full on mental meltdown. I was sitting in my car and just randomly, uh, just something snapped in my mind. A lot had been building up to that moment. I don't want you to think that uh, this was just a, you know, out of the blue kind of spur of the moment type of meltdown. No, like any normal adult, a lot of things had built up to this moment. And and when I finally snapped, all I could see was the color red. And yes, there literally was something in my mind that actually snapped. Uh, But you know, like any normal adult, after you have a meltdown, there is a calm that comes around. And when that calm comes around, uh, you usually have this weird moment of clarity. And my moment of clarity was this. I have finally figured out what is the problem with a lot of the issues that come about in junior tennis. Have you ever wondered why some players succeed and others don't? Well, this has been a huge question that a lot of players and parents and coaches have had over the years. Now, I don't know, maybe this is something that isn't a brand new realization, but it's definitely something that isn't really talked about. And so I'm just gonna be honest. A huge portion of the problem of junior tennis revolves around the parents. Now. This is going to upset a lot of people, I understand that, and I understand that most likely a parent is listening to this podcast, and they're probably very confused and maybe even upset right now. But if you give me a minute, uh, that is, well, maybe more than just a minute, because that's the point of this whole series. I'm going to explain why. And just for the record, I don't blame parents, okay? I don't judge parents. I don't, I, I, how can I, right? I'm not the parent, uh, just like how I am not the son. I do not blame the sun for making it hot. The sun is just being the sun. You know, that's what it is. It it, it produces warmth. So I'm not going to blame the parent for anything. I'm just saying that the problem revolves around the parents, okay? In today's podcast, we're going to talk about one of the biggest issues that parents exhibit, which is commitment issues to the sport. And so I'm going to give you an example here. and. This, hopefully this will help explain things, uh, so a lot of times when I work with kids, the parents will come to me and say, "Hey, Josh, what can we do to really help our our child here they They're super committed. Oh, I love it when parents say that their kids are super committed uh, because they actually know what a standard of super committed is you know because the kids have already become world renowned national tennis players i'm sorry, parents you don't know what's being super committed to the sport is if you've never played or done it before." But it's cute. So they say, hey, our kids are super committed and we will do anything, whatever it takes. You tell us what to do. And I look them dead in the eyes. And usually what happens is I say, OK, all right, I'll tell you exactly what to do, because I've done it. I've got friends who've done it. I have friends uh, who've told me how they've done it. And I've even spoken to people who were my friends, but they were already professional tennis players, played at Wimbledon, blah, blah, blah. blah. And they told me, how they had done it. And our answers all seem to align. And usually what happens is I tell the parents and usually the first response is, that's right, silence. There's a sudden realization that, hey, it actually takes a lot of effort to succeed in this sport. And more importantly, it takes a huge time commitment to actually succeed in this sport. And then I also tell the parents. That in order for them to be successful, they have to be a part of the process. And this shocks the parents. They're like, no, 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 no. My kids, they don't like to listen to me. They don't, they don't take advice from me. They always say, oh, no, I don't. Uh, I've never played the sport. And, and you don't know what, you know, mom, dad, you, you don't know what I'm going through. And, and I've tried to talk to the kids. And, and the kids, you know, they, they'll just say, oh, you don't know what you're talking about because you never played the sport. And I said, well, yeah, you've never played the sport. So stop acting like and stop talking to these kids like you've played the sport. I love it when parents are the ones to actually give the tennis advice after, say, a kid loses, right? The kid just played, I don't know, a three-hour match in the scorching sun, you know, 98 degrees here in Los Angeles. And and the first thing that, that when the kid gets off the court, the parent's like, what were you thinking? What were you doing out there? Right. Or the worst one, which is they just hurt, like rush them into the car. And then you can clearly see there are, you know, them getting into a fight in the car. And yeah, what do you think is going to be the response? Right. Let me just put into context. Right. That would be like somebody telling you what your job is or how to do your job. When you know that you're looking at someone like, who are you? And you've never done my job before. And you're telling me what, you know, how to do my job. Okay, so just to recap really quickly. Number one, time commitment issue. Number two, usually parents aren't committed to what I like to call being students themselves. And so what happens is, right, what happens is you get parents who just like to stay on the sidelines because they don't want to ruin the relationship with their child. They're, they're afraid that... Uh, it's going to harm them, or they're afraid that if they invest too much time into this, right, they're putting all their eggs into one basket, and that's kind of scary. Well, here's the truth. Here's the hard truth. Nothing in this life that's worth having, it's going to come easy, right? And as parents, as adults, fully functioning adults who have raised children, you know that, right? You know that. But for some reason, when it comes to something that you've never done before, it's a little bit scary. There's a lot of risk. There's a financial risk that's involved as well, right? There's traditions that sometimes can be involved as well when i mean traditions i mean religious traditions for example right religious customs so i understand that but the next time you talk to a coach the next time you think about well maybe i'll try talking to someone else or maybe i will try finding another coach just remember that this advice is seen across the board have you ever seen a kobe Bryant video on youtube have you ever seen Tom Brady talk? Have you ever seen Roger Federer talk? Have you ever seen uh, Steph Curry talk? Right? Lionel Messi. Any of the top athletes in the world will tell you the same thing, that with great success in their sport comes with great sacrifice, and usually there's a huge commitment issues. You know, huge, that's usually the problem. I mean, for Fran love Messi had to take growth hormone drugs in order to keep up with the pack. I don't know the full story behind that because I'm not a football or soccer soccer fan per se, but I do know that story is a messy. In order to ensure that he could remain competitive in the sport because he was quite short in his stature, he took growth hormones, whether it was to help him uh grow at a proper rate, uh, or whether it was to help him physically. I don't know what the exact reasons are, but the guy was willing to take hormone growth hormones to support his lifestyle of playing competitive soccer or competitive football for our European friends. So that's what I don't understand, right? I, I don't understand is that as parents, you have to make the time commitment. You have to say, screw it. Maybe we're not going on some fantastical family vacation this winter. And maybe, yeah, we're going to grind it out in, in Tucson, Arizona, or we're going to just grind it out in in, in, in the swamplands of Florida, right? That's going to be our Christmas this year, Right. And, and, and this is what I love. I, I always love it when parents say, you know what? We don't want this to not be fun for the kids. Sure, that's fine. You don't want it to be not not be fun. That's fine. I understand. You know what's not fun? Losing. That's not fun for the kids. And I'm sorry, but if you don't put a certain amount of time and effort and commitment into the sport, that's exactly what the kids are going to do. They're going to lose. Do you think it'll be fun then? I don't think it'll be fun. I didn't think it was fun for me when I lost. I don't think most people find it fun when they lose because they just drove two hours down to San Diego to play an 8 a.m. match only for them to lose to some other kid who basically grunted as loud as possible after every single shot and maybe called a few balls out that were actually in. And then for you to drive the two hours back home. And all along the way, the parents again are saying, what were you thinking of? How could you have done that shot? What were you doing? You're smarter than that. Oh, I love you're smarter than that, listen as parents if you never play tennis <laughs> I recommend giving it a try try going out and competing in in ninety nine degree weather and see how well you think under pressure while you know running back and forth back and forth back and forth back and forth and we'll see how smart you are so with that being said, that's all I've got for today's podcast and for for those of you who are new to new to this, uh, this is very different than what I'm usually uh, what, than what I usually provide for, for my audience. Uh, you can see, you can actually listen to some of my other podcasts uh, that are available on Spotify. They're a little bit more refined and broken down. I've just hit my breaking point, and I've I've come I've realized that I'm at an age and I'm at a point where you know, as a coach, if I don't speak truthfully from the heart, I don't think anyone's going to listen anymore. So parents, the next time you think about what exactly you're doing with your child and their tennis, think about this. Just how much are you willing to commit to them? Are you willing to be students of the game like them? Are you willing to learn and be by their side and let them know that, hey, they're not alone in this and that you're gonna learn the process with them. You're gonna watch them and their lessons. You're gonna study film. You're gonna get up with them. You're gonna show them just what it takes to be champion. Right? Are you also going to show them a high level of commitment and say, you know what, little Timmy, little Sarah, you know what? I believe in you. We're going to that t- national tennis tournament because we're going for the gold. Right? Is that what you're is that the way you're coming off to your child? Or are you saying, you know what, maybe we're gonna prioritize meeting a cousin or meeting an uncle and we're gonna skip out on that national tournament? Because I can guarantee you that your children are following your lead more than than they are following a coach's lead. Because quite frankly, parents, you spend way more time with your kids than we do. As coaches, we're supposed to teach, teach them the technical side and we're supposed to every once in a while teach them the mental side and the emotional side, but we're given an hour. We're not miracle workers, we're educators and we try our best to educate within one hour usually. The rest is really up to you. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Hopefully you tune in for our next episode.